All right, we are on episode two of the I Want Business Small Business Podcast. On to number two. Can you believe it? We made it through number one. I know. I feel really good about this. This is this is great. I'm pretty sure this is a habit. We're doing it twice. We're doing it twice. It's a real thing. I'm Craig. That's David. It's episode two. You are now in it. Here we go. Here we go. So every segment, uh, every episode that we start is going to start with a tool. And so we're going to talk about either a blog or something that we found online that we're using in our everyday uh, business to help you uh, grow your small businesses, which what we're trying to do. So, Craig, let me tell you about this cool tool. Please. This is, this is awesome. It's called Loom. Loom like a loom that a lady would, it, yes. you know, it, I shouldn't have said lady. Anyone could, anybody, could do a loom, anybody right? Anybody can do a loom. Nobody uses looms anymore. No, except for now online. Right. Go to useloom.com. Boom, okay? there it is. And let me just say, I'm not at all affiliated with any of these companies, and there's no affiliates or any sort of pay for saying it. I just use these tools and love them. But if they're listening and oh. they like what we're saying, free stuff, we'll give you the address. We do love free stuff. <laughs> I'll do a Use Loom t-shirt, maybe, useloom.com, bumper stickers. I don't know how that's going to go on a podcast where they can't see you, but yeah, we could do it. On the website, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Tell me about Loom. Okay, so the name maybe doesn't say it, but what Loom is is a video screen capture tool, which also will record your video and your audio. So what you can do, the way I've actually used it today, I had a, a meeting with a client uh, we gave a whole screen uh, cast on how to use their website, uh, and at the end of it, they were like, "Oh, this was fantastic!" Um, and then, you know, we were all done. And then, twenty minutes later, I got an email saying, "Hey, how do I uh, update the slider?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a great question." Instead of me having to now create a PDF, what I did is I turned on my Loom, I recorded myself updating the slider with a little video and audio oh. talking them through it, and all of a sudden I saved it and sent it over to them, and now they have a little two-minute video on how to update their slider. So you're saying you can record not just yourself, but what you're doing on your computer screen? Yeah, it's so easy. It does a nice screen oh, grab like. of what you're doing, full video, and you can even put yourself in a little corner. Or if you got a, a face, mine's not radio friendly, but I put it there anyway. And it is great. It was so easy to use. I've used it a couple times now, and I could even think of it as like maybe trying to walk somebody through something new. One of their case studies is all about maybe train your employees you can use it for. I could definitely see doing that. But I, I would even think maybe saving yourself on email to somebody. You know, maybe, you know, hey, I need you to Google, you know, uh, Trivia Orlando and see what it's going to come up and maybe they're going to start clicking through and you can start talking about what you're seeing and you can even kind of use it as a, a more interactive way. So you can live share, yes? I don't necessarily know if it does live. Okay, but you can film and then send. And film and then send and you could do it straight through like like uh, Gmail. You can have it it has a link that you can share and it can go public. Is there anything out there that's that's kind of like this comparable or is this really unique i'll be honest there's a ton of tools that do the same thing but this one i just found was so easy that's huge it was i i I use it on chrome there's a little chrome extension i downloaded it 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 uses the mic it uses the webcam i didn't have to download any physical software so it was really simple to use it 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 just looked good and it was so simple i mean you could do a google hangout there's definitely other opportunities there but it just kind of just did everything nicely and for now it's free Uh, you know while using it they they just 
asked that you just kind of pass the information along. And I was like, oh, maybe. But after using it now for a couple of weeks, I really like it. I, I love it. I definitely can see where it helps. Are there any other applications that you see it working for? I mean, obviously, for, for our business with web clients, how huge it, for us, it's going to be amazing to record us doing functions on a back end that we're then handing over to them. That's great because they can also review this, I'm, I'm assuming, right? Does it save as a MP4? How does it save? Yeah, you could say it saves in the cloud and then you can download it. Okay. And, and so rewatchable. Yeah, yeah. So you could definitely like take it and do whatever you want with it. You can turn it into a video series. I'm sure you could probably put it on YouTube, which is kind of cool, or even share it on Facebook. So maybe it's even just um, showing off your website or introducing things about your business. You could even uh, use use this tool to then, um, you know, it's almost like uh, using like like a Facebook Live, but a little bit more like you're watching now the screen instead of watching your face. Right. So really sharing what that experience on the computer is between those people. Yeah. Do yeah. you happen to know yet if they're looking at doing more live stuff? Because I know Google. you said Google Hangouts, things like that. That's more of a live situation. This really is more about the teachability kind of push? Yeah, more, more the idea of being able to, to share information. So again, great for showing an employee how to do maybe some a function within your business or to, to use maybe a certain program that you use on your computer. And the cool thing is, it's not just about sharing the web. You could also share things like using doing something in Microsoft Word or doing something oh, in like so Spotify. It's not, it's not just web stuff. It's not just web stuff. You, okay. can now, you could also screen share whatever you want to screen. Well, if I think on your screen, you could share. You might have just given me what I will now be using to show my parents how to use their computer. And they will be listening to this, so I'm sure they'll be getting a chuckle. I recently suggested videos to learn how to use technology. And I think even for myself, when you're teaching me something new, because again, David and I are business partners and he shows me stuff all the time, rather than have him say it again and again and again, it'd be so great to have a video how to get back to it. I, I, Mom, I know you're hearing this. You are going to get some Loom videos for how to use your Chromebook. I just want you to know that. Yeah, this is that's exactly it. So it prevents you from having to repeat yourself. So if you find yourself doing things a couple times within your business, I think this is a great tool to pull out and and just have a video, uh, you know, of you doing it and allows you to record yourself. Again, there's plenty of other ones out there, but I think this one's up and coming. They've really kind of honed it to be really, really user-friendly, simple, and uh, really streamlined. So nice. Awesome. That yeah. tool of the week, a huge one here. Love tool it. of the episode, more accurate there. Coming up next, we are going to jump into our trivia segment. All right, guys. You ready for, uh, you ready for some trivia? I got this time around, it was uh, David versus Brian. This time around, it is Brian versus Craig. But first, we want to say that the, the current standings is David 1, Craig 0, Brian 0. I love it. We're all done. Trivia is done for. Let's done. There. Over. That first episode, I believe, what did we have? We had an Apple gift card up for grabs. David's going to put up something for this one. What's it, what's it going to be? What's our gift card going to be this time? I love me some Amazon. Let's throw some Amazon. In We're there. going to do an Amazon $25 gift card. Same way to get it, guys, where you can check out the episode on the Clarity Creative Group Facebook page. And then if you're the first one to comment who won this trivia segment, boom, shakalaka, which you're going to be hearing a lot in a little bit, is how you will win. So, so let's just make sure we all know what our code word is. So every time that somebody is buzzing in to answer the trivia question here on the podcast, they have to use their code word. Brian, what is your code word? My code word is Blitzkrieg. 
And Craig, what will be yours? Boom shakalaka. All right. So you know who's answering then when you hear those noises. I'm so nervous that I'm going to blank out, All that right. I get an offer. Okay. So this one is actually going to be close. Well, actually, this one is um, all about um, growth, in- industries that are growing. Industries that, that are growing. growing we as like. well as businesses that are growing. Okay. It's on like the, the startup kind of uh, mentality. So the top two industries for growth in small business as of 2015, all right, according to Forbes, all right, what are those? You pick one of the two growing small businesses. In je- like that's so broad. Well, they're, 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 they're growing leaps and bounds right now. In 2016. The name of a company. Since 20, oh, well, company? No, 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 no industry. 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 Boom shakalaka. I'm, I, I mean, I got to take a stab. I have to get both? No, you just have to get one of the two. I, I'm a little, again, I'm, I'm trying to get there. I know small businesses can get up there to hundreds and hundreds of employees and everything. Under You're, 5 million. They make under 5 million, these companies. Under 5 million. Yeah. And it's the booming small businesses. I'm going to say online marketing companies. N- no. Nope. Web design. Damn it. No, no. They have not had that. He gets a free guess. I get a free guess. So small business under five million that is growing. Um, growing industries. Growing industries. This is a tough one. I would say app development. You guys are all thinking tech. You, you, we thought tech. I'm the tech guy. You guys thought I we, would be all about the tech. We did think it was tech. I wanted to say fast casual restaurants, but they make more than $5 million as companies. Yeah, probably so. So the two biggest growth industries right now is trucking. Stop it. All right. And um, contractors. Like, like builders? Construction contractors. That makes a bit of sense. So since the, since the new boom of, of housing as well as business uh, boom, and then trucking, it's freight as well as like other like, uh, minor trucking. Okay. So are, are, are big. Transportation is huge right now. If you like driving or building, it seems like the industry is there for yeah, you right 24% now. 24% increase in, in trucking, 19% increase in uh, Good old uh, contractors. We're rocking zero to zero. The tech guy stumped us. All right. All right. All right. So uh, this famous tech company decided to do a complete change on how they run their business and decide to open up this first automated convenience store. Boom shakalaka. Amazon. Amazon Go. Or is it Amazon 2 Go? I think it's Amazon 2 Go. But... I was thinking, wow, what a business venture that they're trying to do to think a successful, somewhat successful online store is now really cracking by going into the convenience. Yeah, they're opening up convenience stores where you don't – there's not a cashier. You're in there and it uses facial recognition, all this crazy stuff that it knows everything you grab off the shelf and even what you put back. And you just walk out with your stuff and it charges your account. That is, I don't know if it's open yet, but it's no, like, I think it's, it's coming I think it's around. this year. Yeah. It's crazy. They already have a spot. I think it's LA though. So well, us, yeah, it's Seattle. I didn't Seattle. know about that. I know about Amazon prime. Yeah. And that's where you can get things delivered to your house within hours. Even. The, and there's a lot of people that are using that for food. Yes. Sir. The pr- uh, prime pantry, prime yeah. pantry. I gave it a shot. So it goes. So I mean, as much as they're successful at that, they're now going even deeper and now made it, making a convenience store. So get ready for Amazon on every corner. I feel good about that. All right, all, all right. right. So Craig is up 
one to zero. Feel it in your bones. We have another three more questions to go. It's anybody's game. All right, next question. Percent of small businesses that are uninsured. We're going to do a closest to the pin on this one so you guys both get to We both get a guess. So you want to – I'll go first because that might help you. might help you. Percentage of businesses, small businesses, uninsured, 55% is my guess. Brian? I was going to say 65%. Oh, he closed me. It is 35%. Woo! Two to one. Two to none. Two Two to to Nilski. So 35% of all small businesses are reporting of not having uh, proper insurance. Wow. They're either not insuring themselves or underinsuring themselves. They did, a, uh, I guess, a study of 500 uh, small businesses. So Definitely something that we're going to cover in our deep dive, but I, let's see what we got for number three. Number three. From 2016 uh, Clutch Survey, this percent of small businesses closest to the pin – don't have a website. You want to go first on this? Do you want me to? Oh, no, I, I got to go first on this one. Yeah. I would say 40%. I'm going 65%. I know that sounds super high. It is 46%. Oh, oh. you were very close. What did you say, 40? 40. All right, you earned that one. Are we tied now? No, you're up two to one. All I right. can't I believe I'm this. admitting that. This is question <laughs> five. This, this is question five. This is question so five. he could tie it up, he could tie and it then up. we'd have to go to a tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. We might get there. All right. Let's see. <laughs> I'm trying. He is, he is, is it a close to the pin back. or free answer? What's that? Oh, this is going to be a free answer. Oh, boy. So get ready to uh, buzz in. Boom shakalaka. This branding color tends to stimulate strong emotion, passion, and encourages What's appetite. Bo- he got me. Uh, red. Yeah. Yeah. Son of a gun. We need a close to the pin tiebreaker question. Yeah, we do. I am unprepared <laughs> for the tiebreaker question. Um, so <laughs> we're going to come up with something on the spot. I believe in you. I believe in me, too. Got to be a number. Give it to us. Very nicely done on that, by the way. I, I, my brain was saying red, and the boom shakalaka did not want to come I out. Heard passion. I know red is so passionate. At first, when you were saying branding, I was like, "Oh man, colors! This could be anything." But as soon as you went passion, and you got to think about your branding when you're a small business, what you're going to look like, and who you want to be in front of people. So to me, it, it, it makes perfect sense. And I'm trying to think off the cuff. Can you think of any? I'm looking at your hat, Chicago Cubs logo, huge red C. I'm trying to think of some. Other red ones. I know Oracle uses all red, but I don't know that they're pa- – well, maybe they are passionate about their software. Maybe. Can you uh, think of any others that would be red and uh, really stand out that way? I was trying to oh, think Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. But you got it. Target. Target definitely And does. you know what? There is an emotional response to my shopping experience at Target because it's why I choose Target over other retailers. And I wonder sure. if that bullseye – Resonates with me. I know we're tangenting super hard during our trivia segment here. Right. But do you like Target? Do you shop at Target? I do. Do you think the bullseye has anything to do with that? I mean, it's something I obviously identify with Target. Yeah. But I mean, there's, you talk about colors. I mean, think of the different things, you know, that you identify with, like with Publix, you know, for shopping. You think me of green. love Publix. And I mean, with green, I mean, that's kind of something that I think you're. 
You're thinking of the environmental. Yes. Um, they were genius with that. Right. With their logo color was already there. I know, again, super hard tangent. We will do a tiebreaker, but we got going on branding because that question was so kind of on the money with some of the stuff we're going to be talking about. So I thought, what is a very famous red, red company? So I was thinking McDonald's. So I want a tiebreaker of last year, what was closest to the pin, guys, their income for last year? For the entire company. For McDonald's. For 2016. I think Golden Arches. Is red one of their colors also? Is that? Well, you think of Ronald McDonald. Oh, for sure. Who, gets, who has to go first? So it's Because so this could be... Maybe we should write it. I don't know. What do you think? You know, I wouldn't do that to you. Um, so he he came in with the hot two in a row at the end there. I don't yeah. even know what to guess. So I, I think, he, so it's I think a Brian lot. has to go first. Brian goes first. We're talking worldwide McDonald's. Revenue? Dollars? Yep. Oh, it's boy. just McDonald's. It's not other subsidiary restaurants. Only McDonald's. We're only talking okay. the Golden Arches. I'm going to feel like an idiot because I'm going to be like way off. Um, thirty billion dollars. I'm probably like you said low. thirty billion, right? Yeah. Now thirty billion. He's going thirty billion. I, I'm like I, I I know I'm like way. Low. You I don't know, but here's my reasoning. I think, and this is a total guess. I think they have like forty thousand locations. So if sure. you thought that each one did about a mill or a mill and a half, I'd put my guess at sixty billion. For the year of revenue, that's my guess. Uh, it'd be twenty-four billion. Yeah. No. Oh. No. Victory goes to the Brian. I yes. went so high, wow. and I used what I thought was reasoning. Now, here's the thing: I bet there's a lot of McDonald's that aren't doing the million. They're oh. not doing the million. Maybe I, I really thought that I was low. Once I thought so. Yeah, well, out there, I was like, I'm low. We both thought that, and now the score is David won, Brian won. Craig Zero. Putting like the sound of that. a sweet, sweet goose egg. We are doing golf rules, so I'm technically winning our trivia game. Coming up next, guys, we are going to get into our deep dive. This episode is brought to you by Clarity Creative Group, www.iwantclarity.com. It is produced by Podcasting Done Right, your source for getting your podcast done exactly the way you want it. All right, we are back, and we are here to talk about some growth of your business and really talking about when you're starting from nothing, what do you do, Craig? How do you, how do you start from nothing when all you do is have that idea? you got to take that idea and flesh it out. For me, it's actually with writing because I, I lean toward writing, and I literally wrote out notes of what I wanted to do. So with that first idea that you have when you're starting your business, write out what you think you want to do that's actually going to make money. And what we're going to talk about over these next couple of minutes are the things you're probably forgetting about that actually have to happen for you to start a real business. So right out of the gate... Real businesses need to be registered. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so important that you're, if, if you're going to blow up and get uh, busy, you probably want to make sure you're doing it right in the first place. So. Exactly. You want to make sure you're paying the taxes and doing all those things. And the way to do that, at least here in Florida, is to check out sunbiz.org. We'll even probably put a link or something on the uh, Facebook version of this podcast file for you. But 
Sunbiz is kind of the place where all the business names and information live for Florida. And taking it a step, I guess, back to go forward, there's also this really cool website out there called LegalZoom.com, legal like law stuff, Zoom like Zoom Zoom Mazda. Dot com where they can help you walk through the process. Each business needs to be incorporated in some way, whether that's going to be an LLC or a corporation, an S-corp, a C-corp. We're not going to go super deep into the differences in those types of corporations on this particular episode. That's a, a deeper discussion about what determines how you want to run your business. But you can incorporate simply through sunbiz.org or you can get a really great helping hand through LegalZoom. Right. No, we're absolutely not legal experts, let's just say. But we are you know, small business uh, knowledgeable and knowing that these are those necessary steps that you need to protect you and to protect your business. You know, especially when uh, you, know, you are getting a little bit deeper into making money. You, know, you want to separate your money in case something goes wrong. And having an LLC or an S-Corp or a C-Corp protects you. And that's just a great step to have. Uh, so that way, you know, something does happen. You know, your, your, your house, your livelihood you know, that you've built up to this point uh, doesn't go anywhere. You don't want your business taking down your life. You want the business that you're building to enhance it. So another way to ensure that you are protected is that word itself, insurance. Uh, In the trivia segment, David had a really awesome question about the percentage of small businesses that are underinsured or uninsured, and I think it was 35%. Now, insurance for a small business is not necessarily that expensive. They are – there's coverage – levels up to a million dollars in liability that can run you hundreds of dollars a year, an entire year. But that kind of protection down the road when something comes up can be huge for you. Have you had any interesting experiences with insurance? I mean, you kind of handled that for us. Yeah, I mean, no, no, luckily, luckily, knock on wood, no need to use any of the insurances. Um, You know, again, when you use it, like, you know, for home, you kind of realize, you know, when the side of your house falls off, do you go, well, thank goodness I had insurance when it, you know, you you have just a peace of mind because you're talking, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that just add up very quickly. And you think, oh, I can afford it. But then you realize, you know, you start getting that, you know, deep into that, that, that rabbit hole and it's bad. You might be thinking, oh, well, well, I'm doing a business that I don't think I need insurance or I I don't know what I would need that for. But the, the reality of what insurance means is for those instances you did not think we're going to happen. That's how you protect your money and you protect your business. If you're that moving company and you break somebody's belongings, insurance can cover you. If you're producing podcasts and you've got intellectual property that you're in charge of and someone wants to attack you for messing with their intellectual property, insurance can protect you. I'm not an insurance salesman. I'm not selling insurance. We're not pushing that avenue here, but all we're saying is protect yourself, protect your investment in your future. So insurance, a huge piece of the puzzle. That's a great step. What a great step. Yeah. Um, I, I also think now that you kind of have your insurance, Craig, you got your, you know, you registered your company. Now it's time to get into the fun of it, right? Now it's time to, you know, brand your company, right? right. Now, it's, now it's like, you know, do I need to be red like McDonald's and Target or do I need to be green like Publix, right? What color, you know, should I be? How, how, can, I, how can I, you know, go out there? What's your, been in your experience with branding? Well, with my businesses that we've done here, we've had some success with branding 
locally. And that's kind of important. My, my business is a local business. We chose light colors. I didn't go passion red. We've got a light blue color that resonates on white with uh, the Tasty Trivia brand. For our Clarity Creative logo, we've got the brain, which I think the feedback we get so much from it is it makes people think. And obviously, that's the idea behind it. Branding is that that, I guess, emotional response you want people to have to either your business name or what your business logo looks like. And business decisions and purchases get made a lot of the time based on emotion, how someone's feeling in that moment. Are they going to do business with you? Are they not? Are they going to make that purchase? Even if you're a retail establishment, how things look inside, how the sign looks, which again would be your logo, and especially how your web presence looks. These days, people are searching everything online. Even though they're doing it on their phones, they're using Google to do it. They're using the search engines. And the web presence, I think, is one of the most important factors of starting a business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, going back to the branding, though, you know, it all starts with trust, right? It's that whole abilities to um, your professional side is 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 people trusting what you're doing. Absolutely. So with, without without a, a good website, a good presence online, you know, kind of reduces your trust a little bit more, which makes me, you having to work a little bit harder for your business, maybe because people, you know, maybe will be a little bit unsure. So that's where that really helps. I, you know, and I couldn't believe the statistic of, you know, 46% of businesses, um, you know, uh, don't really have a website. I understand it. I know that, you know, small business owners and people that are getting things going, in many cases, you're making money, things are flowing, you don't even think about it. But the whole goal, in our opinion, in you growing your business is never to build something that becomes a feast or famine situation. You don't want, oh my God, I'm waiting for, for March because that's when I make all my money and then the summer's terrible and then you do well again in the winter. You want to build something that can withstand the test of time. That's the truth and proven point of what is a business or what's a hobby that you might make a couple of bucks with. So in order to make sure that you can do that, you need a presence that can last. You need a piece of your idea that people can sink their teeth into. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's definitely good to to not just, you know, put something up just to put something up. I think, you know, putting it up with, with a good solid understanding of what you're you're trying to, to convey, I think will only help you as a business. So let me get this straight for what we're saying here, that you've got an idea. You hopefully got over the fear of failing that we talked about in our first episode, and you're ready to actually get things going. You've written down some notes. You've looked on sunbiz.org. You've checked into names to make sure. You've probably even looked into your domain name, what you want your website to be, www.yourdreamofwhatever.com. And now you're incorporated. You're looking into insurance. You, one thing we don't want you to forget is there is something called a federal EIN number, and that is your, I guess, code your social security number for a business to do business. That'll help you with taxation purposes. And now you're up to that branding piece. And they all kind of marry together because it's important that each step of the of this journey is done correctly so that three years down the road, you're not being like, oh man, I'm getting audited for the numbers of the first year and I didn't have my EIN. I didn't have my insurance. I didn't have this and that. So I think I wanted to kind of be checking in with you here, David, the steps We've right. got the idea, we've got getting the incorporation together, we've got getting your insurance set up, 
And then some of, as you said, the fun stuff, developing what you're going to look like, who you're going to be, and how people are going to see you. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's it's developing your processes at that point, and then really uh, you know honing your skills of what you're doing and, and improving on it, and th- and that's where. Um, once you've gotten everything kind of squared away business wise, then you can really kind of, you know, kind of let your, uh, you know, let your, uh, yourself go and, and, and go all out. So excellent, excellent guys. Well, this has been a a great episode. I hope, uh, you know, you you definitely kind of got some of the steps that you need to do to really take your small business, uh, from an idea to hopefully, uh, that, that small business that's opening up on the corner. We, again, we want to hear more. We want to hear more from you guys and, uh, we definitely want to get your feedbacks. Please go to, you know, the iTunes, the Stitchers, leave a review. We want to hear, you know, how we're doing, you know, preferably five stars if you love us. Um, and, and want to keep this going. This is going to be kind of our motivation to kind of keep this podcast out there as well as if you have any questions or any feedback, um, you're welcome to also email us at podcast at iwantclarity.com. That's podcast at iwantclarity.com. And we just love to just kind of answer some of your questions and, and be there to help you guys out. So thanks so much for listening. This episode was brought to you by Clarity Creative Group, www.iwantclarity.com and produced by Podcasting Done Right.